0: Hello, this is John Thurman from the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. I'm excited to be with Yair Reamer with CareerArc, who's one of the fantastic vendors that's going to be participating in SHRM18. Now, full disclosure, I have to say that I'm a CareerArc client. Uh, I'll be presenting a Social Media 101 webinar with them in late May, but I'm a huge fan of the product and of the services they provide and was excited to be able to, to schedule some time with Yair. Uh, Yair currently serves as the Chief Media Officer at CareerArc, where he leads marketing and product efforts for the company. He's led market research and conducted studies on HR topics, including employer branding, workforce flexibility, internships, and the rise of social media and recruitment. It's been covered in publications, including forums, U.S. News and World Report, Inside Higher Education and Entrepreneur. He received his MBA from bar Ilan University in Tel Aviv and his Bachelor of Arts from Vanderbilt University. So, Yair, Welcome. And appreciate you spending some time with me this afternoon. And first question for you is when someone asks about what CareerArc does or offers, what do you tell them about the organization?
1: Uh, thanks so much, John, for having me, by the way. Um, yeah, I think sort of in one word, if someone were to ask me about CareerArc, I would have them focus a lot about um, brand, brand and reputation. So everything that we do, you know, revolves around reputation, revolves around employer brand. We help companies recruit and transition their employees more effectively, and we do that through the lens of brands. So we have a social recruiting solution that really looks at how in this world that we live in today where candidates and job seekers are exhibiting this consumer behavior and they're utilizing all these various social platforms, how can we make sure we stand out in the crowd as as an organization, as HR leaders? And then on on the other side of the coin, when someone leaves our organization or is transitioning out, uh, job seekers spent their tenure with us. How can we more effectively protect our brand, ease their transition, and provide them resources on on that pathway as well? So, sort of a dual solution set, um, but very much focused on employer brand. Very much focused, you know, from an HR technology perspective on it, helping a company's reputation.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the social recruiting component first. I guess, you know, in your time with the organization and kind of in your experience in the industry in general, what shifts or changes do you continue to see when it comes to social recruiting? And how does CareerArc go about addressing those needs for the customers? So I think one of the things
1: that we've seen change specifically in the HR market is the importance for an HR leader to really focus on their culture and to focus on their images, their video, their brand, in telling their story. We're all storytellers and and HR leaders, honestly, are becoming a lot more like marketers, like you are on this podcast, John, right? I think we're hybrid HR marketers is the shift that we've seen um, really, really help usher in the world of social recruiting. And so with technology leading the way, we can really take a look at how we can tell our story. We're much more than just a job description. We're much more than just plain text. And so one of the things CareerArc loves to do with our customers is to understand what resources do you devote, whether it's on your corporate career's website, on your, on your homepage, whether it's on social already. Some organizations haven't, you know, dabbled into Facebook and Twitter. They may just use the 800-pound the gorilla LinkedIn. And we try to understand, you know, what are you already doing on these platforms and how can we help expand on that? How can we help connect with seekers um, and really think the way marketers think? think it's a competitive
0: marketplace out there. I'm curious. So social is obviously a a component and let's say it's the positive side, right? Or the the happy part when people are coming in and trying to, the brand and bringing them in. Sometimes the not so fun part, outplacement may be happy, but not necessarily always, I guess. Can you talk a little bit more about the outplacement component of the offerings? And are you finding clients more apt to utilize those types of services now than maybe they did in the past? The world that we
1: live in today is sort of a world of user generated content, lightning fast feedback that can go viral. We all saw the you know the, the the large air carrier last year where someone was pulled off the airplane and everyone was videoing it and sort of the the uproar on social media that can occur and a brand can be put in the spotlight positively or negatively um, in seconds and so one of the ways that this is actually uh, approached or or you know, I guess, become apparent in the HR industry is through transitioning employees and through the, sort of this concept of outplacement. So we all know about Glassdoor. We all know about the ability to rate a company and, and organizations here are always under the microscope. And it might be unfair, by the way, because you might get backlash after a poor candidate experience or after a poor separation experience or even on Glassdoor from poor existing employees. But for outplacement specifically, what we've seen is the ability for an organization to provide some level of career transition, some level of support to somebody who's put in the time, put in the effort, worked there whether it's months or years. Perhaps it was a performance issue, they weren't up to the job, or perhaps it's not of their doing at all and and at a factory closed or a distribution center closed or moved to another state, organizations need to protect themselves on the way out. And So essentially the way out placement works is – HR leaders look at their company and they say, well, we have existing employees and employee morale is important, we have a brand to protect, and it's the right thing to do that if someone leaves us, whether it's termination, reduction in force, whatever the reason is, we have the right thing to do to help them uh, transition into a new opportunity. That's where they come to us and they say, hey, we love to use CareerArc and we'd love to take advantage of the opportunity for uh, one of our transitioning job seekers to log into a platform. So our platform is a virtual platform. Everything happens online. Long gone are the days where you need to drive 30, 40, 50 minutes to a brick and mortar career center and get help in person, get your resume reviewed in person, your cover letter you know, reviewed in person. You, you log on online on your computer or even on your tablet device. You search for a job, take assessment tests, build your cover letter, build your resume. And the most important component of the platform is the ability to live chat with a career coach on demand. So we actually have career coaches all around the country, actually in Canada as well, in the US and Canada. And you can sit as a laid off employee and you can be in your sweatpants at home or at Starbucks and you can speak to a, a career coach, a certified career coach and resume writer who's been leading career development workshops for years. They might be sitting in Columbus, Ohio. You might be sitting in you know, Orlando, Florida or, 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 or Moorestown, New Jersey, wherever you are. And you're discussing, Hey, I have this big interview coming up tomorrow. Should I wear a tie? What are the most commonly asked questions about my strengths, about my weaknesses? And so we've brought basically this concept of digital modern virtual outplacement and career transition, which is significantly reduced the cost for organizations who used to not be able to provide this because they would say, well, I'm only going to give this to the VP level or the C level, or the director level, because transactionally it's expensive for me to sign up for this workshop for that transitioning employee. But now, organizations understand everyone has a megaphone, everyone has a voice. In fact, it's not just the VP level or C level person that has a connection at the fancy country club, it's the entry level account, the barista, the cashier, the entry level marketer who has 500 friends on Facebook or on Snapchat or on Instagram, right? And if you don't treat them right on the way out, they're going to make sure they tell their friends and friends with friends. And so this is a great way to protect your brand by providing them with a career transition software if they're going to be able to take that next step more effectively.
0: I absolutely agree. The, the alumni networks can be so critical, and like you said, everybody's – the megaphone idea is absolutely out there. Now, I was doing some research before we, uh, we scheduled our conversation our year and found that CareerArc has been recognized by not only G2 Crowd, but HR wins in the last several months as a top HR company to watch – and I'm sure, as an employee of or the organization, that gets you excited. Talk a little bit about the career our company culture, and and how do you think that ties into gaining those recognitions?
1: No, I think that's I think that's something we're really proud of. So I appreciate you um, you mentioning that and finding that in our research. I think one of the key things for us is customer success is sort of the cornerstone of of what we how we approach our work. And so we apply. Uh, we have a, a strong client success and marketing team that's applying for you know, Stevie awards in, in client success to showcase what we do with our customers. We have dedicated account managers here via phone, via email, you know, seven days a week to help troubleshoot or answer any questions, whether it's from end users, job seekers, or from HR leaders. So I think that really builds up a culture of caring. We care for our customers. And so we're hiring people who are caring people. We're overweight customer success, we like to say, right? For the For the size of organization that we have, we have a significant per- percentage, a portion in integration, in onboarding, in client success, in marketing and operations, because we have to take care of clients and make sure they see the value of brand and the value of our software. And so just naturally, we hire people who are outgoing and happy to, to, to troubleshoot. Um, I think that really leads to a great culture of, of collaboration. I think one of the other things that, that makes this a great place to work, at least for me, you a know, person who's been here, um, frankly, for eight or nine years, uh, first, first hire of the company, you know the co-founders, Robin and Paul, and myself. There was just the three of us in a small rented barrister suite in Encino, California, back in you know 2010, 2011. Um, how we've evolved into this organization that has this large headquarters now in LA and another satellite office in Boston is we focus on hiring people that work hard, and we encourage independent decision making. We're not a huge company. And so one of the things we think we can have an advantage of over a large company is speed. And so our CEO Robin likes to say, hey, speed is our IP. And so if we can encourage independent decision making, we can empower a manager or a director or even someone who's only been here for six or nine or 12 months to make a decision to take a risk to move faster. We're very happy if seven or eight out of 10 times they choose the right thing and two or three times they make a mistake versus going through an entire approval process with rules and processes and hope that we get you know eight and a half times the, the decision correctly, but it takes us six months longer. So we don't have the resources of an IBM or a Salesforce, right, or an Amazon. And so what we need to do is we need to use our speed and our, and our smarts, and so we hire the types of people who don't want to hang out and coast and wait for, for 40 meetings to get a decision done, who want to have that empowerment to make decisions. And I think that builds a happy culture of individuals who feel like, whoa, I have a lot of responsibility here, and no matter what level I am in the company. And it makes people feel really proud and recognized for the things they do.
0: We're here to talk really about Sherm 18 and, and PreArc's involvement there. I guess uh, you know it is a few months out, but any big plans, releases, anything in store for the conference that you could share with us?
1: I was thinking about this, um, you know, in the last couple, couple days when we did some, when we, when we met, you know, prior to this, this, this podcast and and we, we spoke about Sherm. Um, one of the things that we're most proud of is we're actually relaunching or releasing, excuse me, a new launch of our social recruiting platform. So we have hundreds of social recruiting clients and customers, um, including yourself who we're working with to get their brand out through job maps, through innovative technology, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, et cetera. And one of the things we have for all those HR leaders is actually a a SaaS platform, a dashboard, if you will, mission control to log into, to create campaigns, to look at analytics, to look at data. What we've been building over the last few months is a newly designed version of that platform. We're going to release it prior to SHRM. We're going to release it this spring in the next couple of weeks. It will be much more uh, user-friendly from a feature and functionality perspective. We focus a lot on user experience. Um, you know, Consumers are used to great user experiences. You're used to Netflix, and you're used to them knowing exactly what you want to watch. And then when you get to work at 9 o'clock on a Monday morning, the last thing you want to do is log on to a clunky enterprise software after spending all of Saturday and Sunday with Netflix, something that was so amazing and designed with such amazing color and user experience and, and the interface. And so, what we've tried to do is we've tried to say, well, our users, our HR leaders are spoiled. They have this amazing user experience on their mobile apps every day in their consumer world, in their, in their personal lives, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Netflix, whether it's just TurboTax, filling out my taxes in the last couple of weeks. Amazing, great experiences. And enterprise software, without naming names, can be a little clunky. And so, what we said to ourselves was, let's have the challenge to have our HR leaders have a social recruiting product or platform. That feels like the Netflix, like the like the TurboTax, like the Facebook or the Snap. That's easy to use. And so, what we're going to be launching prior to Sherm is new interface, more feature and functionality, media management, um, better, you know, easier, streamlined, engage posting, distribution campaigns, and so feature and functionality updates, but also a huge graphic design overhaul of our platform, which we're excited to share with um, with HR leaders at Sherm. That's
0: great. I know you've attended events like Sherm 18 in the past, and from a vendor perspective, what advice would you give to a first-time attendee? You're going into the big city of Chicago. You're going to be amongst tens of thousands of fellow HR professionals. You're going to go onto a vendor floor that seems to go on for days. But what advice would you give to someone that's never done this before? Any insights that uh, may help them uh, have a more positive experience? Yeah,
1: I mean, if you fail to prepare, I think for sure you, you're going to be preparing to fail, right? Um, so it's, it's quite daunting if you don't prepare. I think it's a great, great question. Okay, that's great. No, I understand. So I think generally if it's your first event uh, that of this scale, I think the, 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 the first mantra of preparation is key. Planning your sessions in advance is critical. I think you need to really be proactive. Otherwise, you can get lost in a maze of booths lost in a maze of sessions. Um, you don't want to show up to your first day at college university without picking your classes, without knowing what dorm you're staying at. So why would you show up to uh, an event with probably tens of thousands of individuals, more than most universities, without planning it out? So I think the most important thing is don't just jump off a plane, you know, wide-eyed, getting your lanyard, getting your badge, and, and, and being prepared to, to figure it out and getting a, an agenda once you get there really spend that time on the flight or spend that time a couple days in advance, circling various booths, map out the floor, understand where the innovative technologies may be. I know there are always sometimes like a startup row or a startup alley. If you're an HR person interested in technology, that's always a really interesting thing to check out what interesting um, new innovations are coming out in the HR technology space. And then I think most importantly, you're there to learn and you're there to take it in from other leaders, peers in your industry and so really map out sessions that are interesting to you. The thing that I'm most impressed by with Sherm every year, it's not just the keynotes, it's not just when you know the CEO of LinkedIn shows up or former presidential candidates show up. I feel I think like I think Hillary Clinton has spoken there in the past, or I mean massive, massive dignitaries and the Richard Bransons of the world. That's great. That's the opening keynote breakfast. There'll be thousands of people in the room. But what's more applicable to your day-to-day outside of being inspired perhaps in that session is understanding that specific track. There are niches around candidate experience or around talent management or integrating your applicant tracking system or launching a compliance program or things around sexual harassment now in this modern environment, right? So I think if you really map that out and know those specific sessions, you're going to come out on the other end after three, four days really having tons of knowledge that's applicable to bring back to your organization.
0: Yair, yeah, I know you're not going to be able to attend Sherm 18, unfortunately. I'm sorry we won't be able to get a chance to meet there, but I'm sure you, maybe you've spent some time in Chicago. Uh, any recommendations to attendees as far as things to do or see why you're there outside of the conference? Our
1: company, Career arc will be there. We're very much looking forward to it. I won't be there this year, but have been to a number of Sherms in the past. I think the location in Chicago is superb. Definitely great to get out of that stifling Las Vegas heat uh, in, in, in the summer, though, of course, Chicago can be... Can be warm as well, I think people need to take advantage of the the deep, deep dish pizza they 've got there i'm sure there's some great recommendations people can figure out on Yelp or open table at night, take advantage of some of the events with your h r colleagues, existing friends, make some new friends, learn some new perspectives. One of the great uh, i think i 'm not sure if it was Sherm previously in Chicago or not, but one of the great venues they have there I think is uh, is uh, is like a house of blues venue where sometimes there'll be various vendors who will put on. Um, there'll be some live music or some cocktail hours and happy hours as well. Not sure if it's walking distance or not from the convention center. Really a beautiful city in the summer. Lake Michigan's right there. The ability to take advantage of, of a great city. Definitely, hopefully, uh, for the attendees to build in, you know, a day at the beginning or a day at the end to explore if they've never been to Chicago before. Um, is a massive perk. Um, and and I think that, you know, you'll find many partners, many vendors, Pre-Arc included, um, would love to, you know, make new acquaintances. So don't be, don't be shy if you're going on your own. If you're the only representative from your organization and you literally don't know anybody, get on LinkedIn, meet people at a booth. People are there to make connections, have a lunch, meet somebody for breakfast. Who knows? You might find a customer. You might find a new solution for your company. You might find a mentor. You might find a future job opportunity, right? Putting yourself out there is great. The worst thing you could do is go to a session that you really love and at the end of the session, walk back out to try to get, you know, to the lunch line before the line gets long, right? I think what you want to do is you want to approach that speaker, let them know why you loved it, make a connection, explain something interesting about you or your organization and build up that network because there are only so many opportunities where you can be with like-minded individuals um, in such a concentrated area in, in life or in business. The most successful attendees, I think, are ones that go into it knowing that it is a little bit of extra work. I'd rather maybe go on my mobile phone and stick my head in my own phone and wait in that long line for that you know, lunchbox. But if I spend a couple minutes um, meeting, meeting a few people after this session, that's going to help me and my company in, in the long run much more.
0: I appreciate that, Yara. And Having said that, there might be some listeners tonight, guys. Final question for you. Those that aren't able to attend SHRM18 that may be listening and are interested in CareerArc, what's the best way to get in touch with the organization to learn more about, about the products and services?
1: And the easiest way, I think, is CareerArc.com. C-A-R-E-E-R-A-R-C dot com. Um, there'll be a big orange button that will follow you around on every page. Uh, so, you know, you can, you can reach out to us right through the website. You can learn more about social recruiting, more about outplacement. We can provide you with, you know, client, clients like yourself, John, um, testimonials, case studies, information, uh, and, and, and we have a great team here to answer any questions. So, uh, we have a monthly webinar series, and we have we're always on social media, so you can reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We love 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 conversations. Not you know nothing to 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 worry about a sales or vendor conversation. We love general industry conversations as well. So please do reach out to us on our site, on social media. Get in touch. We have you know call our call our phone number on our website as well, and we love to to connect. If not. And you can't make Sherm, of course. If you do, please come meet us at the booth. We'd love to meet you at the at the booth in person.
0: Yeah, Thanks again for your time tonight. Look uh, forward to to speaking with you again. Look forward to stopping by the booth and meeting some of your peers this summer. And for those that are listening, thanks for checking us out. And look forward to seeing you at Sherm 18 this summer. Take care.